Fresher Than Your Father podcast. Oh, yeah. We're back, man. Back. Like This time, though, it really means something. We're back. Like It's like we were not here, and now we are. Now we are. It's like it's like uh it's like Doctor Who and the TARDIS. The dimensional shift there. Time traveling. I don't know if you ever watched Doctor Who. No. <laughs> but I'm sure it's fresh. <laughs> Not quite. Yeah, I, I came up as a kid watching Doctor Who with my father. Shout That's out. That's what's up. Shout, Shout out. out. Some nerdy, kinda corny British sci fi TV. That's anyway, um, my mom watched that stuff, but I didn't. You know, I I hate Star Trek. Word. Because every time I came in the house, like when I got called into the house because it was getting dark, that's what the fuck was on TV. Mm. So it salted the game for all sci-fi. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. We're still in intro mode. I'm sorry. I'm talking. Go ahead. Nah, boom. you know, boom. Sometimes things happen. Yep. This is episode thirty-seven. So with huh? We skipped a little episode there. There's a little secret episode. You know, there's occasional Fresh in Your Father secret unreleased episodes. Yep. Unreleased joints. In the vault. Someone might, you know, at some point, there might be a little white label. Are there going to be white label MP3s? That doesn't really make sense. Oh, what a good question. We can talk about white labels. but I love I'll, those white labels. Man. I want to shout out. Our guy, Dan Littlewood. A permanent shout out, Dan Littlewood. Permanent. It's just it's just hovering there in the air permanently. Shout Always out. Shout out. Yeah, yeah. Cause we tried, man. We we really tried to like, you know, bring it, bring that that fresher than your fi- father vibe, but just wasn't just just didn't have that flavor. You know, it's all to the good because when Little Wood is in effect, there is Little Wood flavor. Yeah. And listeners to the podcast know about Little Wood flavor, so shout out. You never know when that joint is just going to come out the crate on heads. Boom. Never know. I'm sure it's better than you think it is. Probably. But, you know, it just wasn't. It's like when I listen to Dan Lebetard and, you know, it's just like Stugatz and Hawk. Right. Just to get real podcast nerdy on all you listeners. So out there. It's listenable, kind of, but I, I tend to turn it off after, sure. after a little while. Yeah. For sure. Well, I appreciate the sentiment that is carried in that. For those who don't know, the wife gave birth to the kid. Dave has been otherwise engaged with the family. The family. So going down everybody's good the wife the kid everybody's good big shout out to the kid big shout out to the kid that's how it goes down now you know yeah family family style family affair yeah although man that song is mad ill you can't say family affair i mean ill great but also ill like what they talk about is not fresh it is not fresh you ever paid attention to the lyrics? I, I don't. Now that you say that, I feel like I'm definitely not really hip to the lyrics of a family affair. Family like, affair by Sly and the Family Stone, just phenomenal track. Like, uh, uh, <clears throat> you know, it it talk about you know the different kids. You know, one child grows up to be somebody who just loves to learn, 
and the other child grows up to be someone you love to burn. Well, blood thicker than the mud. It's a family affair. I'm not going too deep in it, but yeah. Wow. Somebody plays. Somebody plays it at the cookout. Like, hey, this is great because we're all a family. No, no, you weren't listening to the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, it's whoa. Sly's not messing around. No, he's not. He's not. It's that's a it's a hardcore track. And I think one is one verse about child abuse. Man, it's an ill These track. These are things because you just have that chorus kind of ringing in your head, and you're like, right. oh, you know, right. Right now, I'm like, ah, yeah, family affair, but yep, no, 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 nope, nope. See, pay attention to these things. The kid was rocking a jumper, right, and there was a, it had a little pocket on it, and there's a little lion right above the pocket. Word. The wife wanted to sing a little red red. It's lying in your pocket, baby. She's ready to roar. And we said, wait, you know what? We probably shouldn't go down that road with the kid. We don't want the kid to be a little red Corvette. Little Why? Red, yeah. We heard the lyrics. Yeah. Due to the lyrical renaissance will be coming up later on for y'all who know these things are important and want a knowledge on lyrics. Knowledge. That's how and, we do it. You know, and, and we, just because we've been away doesn't mean we haven't been stacking, piling up new and extra knowledge. We told them a long time ago about the onion, Ian. Remember? Oh, yeah. Layers of, we just been folding on new layers of freshness. That's all. Yeah. New layers. Man. And then we peel them back. Slowly. Peel them. If I had a peeling sound effect, I'd drop that in right now. Yeah, what, what does peeling sound like? <clears throat> I don't know. It might, it might, it might go the wrong way. <laughs> Fresher than your father podcast. <clears throat> I, I, we have all kinds of ways we could start off the show. I mean, just, just get into these topics, these things, these knowledge. Just different directions. Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, my analogy. I got baby brain. My analogy skills may be off, but, you know, it's like a compass. It's 360 degrees that we could go in. 360 degrees which way will we go yeah i think we should talk about um your boy delante west you can head west there has never been a more entertaining basketball player in my lifetime i'm putting it out there like off the court the stuff yeah. he does so we, we gave people before, you're not a dentist, in terms of classic audio, right? Yeah. We gave the listeners, he's not a dentist. Not a dentist. I don't know if we gave the listeners the donuts when Delonte West breaking down how young J.J. Hickson, it's back when they were with the Cleveland Cavaliers, YouTube that up, friends. J.J. Hickson now starting for your Portland Trailblazers. He scored 29 last night. Are you ready for the uh, J.J. Hickson era? Uh, yeah. But that's off track. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 mm. 
and you know we we we'd be remiss if we were talking about Delonte West. He's a what a two guard, two guard plays point. He's a small two, scoring one. He's played with several teams. He was drafted by Boston. Is that who he started yeah, with? I think so. Then he played for uh, other random team. What other team did he play for? Then he came and he played with um, the Cleveland Cavaliers. He did, which yep. is where I remember first hearing about him. Yeah. Well, you know, he played at St. Joe's with uh, Jameer Nelson, that team that went undefeated through the regular season. Word. They were, that was starting backcourt. So much knowledge. See? Onion layers. Anyway, so he's one of those players, very good, but mercurial. Ooh, dropping some little little language. He's a curious fellow. He's from D.C. He was caught, this is when he was still with the Cavs, rolling on a motorcycle, or it might have been a moped. In my mind, it's a moped because it's funnier, with several guns, including a shotgun and a guitar case. Wikipedia says three-wheeled motorcycle. Three-wheeled motorcycle. That's even better. That's even better. So now he's currently playing for the Dallas Mavericks. And in a special report, Delonte West went to the zoo along with Lamar Odom. At the zoo. At the zoo. They made a visit. With 30 Metroplex elementary and middle school students who were elected, who were selected as MAPS academic all-stars for their hard work and exceptional grades in the classroom. I'm reading this piece by Jeff Kaplan off of ESPN. Want me to give them the full URL in? You could spell it out. (laughs) I won't do that to you. Google that. (laughs) Google that. It's one of the great fresher than your father fails. The URL. Okay, here we go. So we, we just want to run down some of these Amazing quotes. Quote. This is Delante. Or anyway. <clears throat> well, I think they noticed as soon as I came into the zoo, my natural animal in- instinct. You know what I mean? Quote. Delante said, speaking of the actual animals, I got a chance to eat with the lions, you know. They had Lamar playing with the penguins, but they needed me for the more animalistic type of things carnivore type of things so i also had a chance to give birth to a baby cheetah today and i'm just overwhelmed with the experience to be amongst my own and my peers talking about giving birth see westy grew up in dc and uh, apparently he was asked again jeff kaplan here writing this stuff asked if he spent much time in the zoo as a youngster Shout out Jeff Kaplan for use of the word youngster. Oh, yeah. Shout out. All right. His response. I just ran out in the woods. Whatever I could find to take home as a pet, Wes said, again, stretching the boundaries of fact into pure fiction. I had a pet raccoon once. No, I took a few field trips to the zoo. But like I said, I think we were getting ready to see some of the lions and gorillas, my own kind, and hopefully... We can have a nice bonding experience. They will accept me as the pack leader. End quote. Amazing. I'm, I'm going to say two things in my reaction to that last quote. One, I could kind of see him with the pet raccoon. It, it It's not out of the realm of possibility. It, I mean, it? with one hand, 
the the guitar case with the three guns. Mm-hmm. The other hand, or maybe perched on the sh- the opposite shoulder, the raccoon. Right. Number two, just on a real level, if you were a kid and you went to the zoo with this guy, it must have been so much fun. Oh, my gosh. I hadn't even thought about that. What What do you think he said to the lions? Oh, man. Right? Like, he's there. What What do you think he said to the actual lions? And you're an elementary student watching an NBA player. Good call, Ian. Oh, my gosh. He's talking. Who interviewed the kids? Oh, man. Who talked to the kids? What did Delante say? What did he say? Man. A moment. And and how many times did zoo staff have to pull him back from climbing in? (laughs) Did he at any time say, hold on, I want to go hug the lion? Take take a picture of me. I'm going to go parlay with this cheetah. And, you know, he gave birth to the cheetah. So was he there, like, catching the baby cheetah when it came out? Delante. Delante, man. Wow. Birth veterinarian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a there's a term for that. Wow. I love, I love, I love that he he lets you know. You know, Lamar played with the Penguins, but he was needed for more animalistic type of things, carnivore type of things. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Lamar kind of probably spent most of the time with the Penguins. That that does seem like a Lamar thing. I think the kids went the the kids went with Delante over to the the animalistic part of the zoo. Lamar was was left hanging out, shivering with cold birds, with cold. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I have to picture these guys in their in their NBA uniform at the zoo, which oh, is yeah. unfair, but kind of fair at the same time. Oh, yeah. So I'm picturing Lamar with the penguins cold because he's wearing shorts. Right. Yeah. Right. Wow. But uh, animals. Animal. Animalistics. These these animals, man. They're out here. You know what I've been watching? Mm. <laughs> I'm not sure what the reaction will be, but I mean, I have to strain at times to find things to watch on Netflix online. Sure. Netflix online. Sure. Shout out. <laughs> Sorry. Because <clears throat> um, I feel like I've watched most of the somewhat watchable things but i need there's moments in there's moments in time moments in the week when i need that mindless bullshit sure to zone out so i started watching a show called river monsters oh right word up you check that show i i I know of it i know of it so this like i think he's like this british cat who looks kind of like a like a GI Joe character? Okay. Kind of diesel with with the fishing rod and then AO and then he uh 
He's just out here on these boats and these ran like, all over the world just checking for these river fish. Like, like I didn't know, like, manta rays. Like, we're talking about seven-foot manta rays just ro- rolling up in the river. Wow. I didn't, I didn't know they got down like that. Yeah. It makes me think, and he's finding, like, fish with, like, like two-inch fangs in the river. Yeah. And it makes me think about, I'm really going off in the direction here, but these animals, man. These animals. Go ahead, though. Like, I feel lucky that we live in places where we don't have to worry about just being out there and, like, turn the corner and there's, like, three alligators. Dude. Absolutely. You see, this is the thing. We're going in. These myths about monsters, little kids be scared of monsters, there was really a time in human history when we were food for other things. There were other things like, yo, I'm hungry. I'm going to go eat a person. Yeah. Like, you know, we got guns and that stuff kind of calmed down. Several, several animals were like, you know what? That's probably not the move anymore. But there was a time, man, back with like saber tooth tigers and whatnot. Yeah. And right now, in other parts of the world, you're absolutely right, dude. There are animals that are it's just like... still serious. I'm going to eat a dude. Yo, he he goes out to this spot out in, um, I believe it was Uganda. Uh-huh. And he links up with these fishermen who, are, who have been exiled from their village. And so they're living on the, the bay of this, like, massive river, right? I don't... Might have been. I don't think it was the Nile, but anyway, it was a massive river, right? And um, and so they're they're showing them, up, but but not only are there mad crocodiles, they're just they're just out there, like there's crocs crawling around like twenty feet away. Then you got hippos. Whoa! And you, I mean, you can't even deal with a hippo with a gun, man. That's just and they're in the water, you know what I mean? So these cats are out on these little boats. The hippos are swimming around. The alligators are swimming around. Right. And he's out there looking for like a shark. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just, yo. And of course, though, you know, they, they juice up the whole thing by like doing like kind of very quickly edited bloody reenactments of things that, you know, there might have been a news story on some kid that got eaten or like got a leg bit off or something, you know? Right. And the and the fishermen will show them like the scars from like an attack by like, you know, a rhino or some shit. Right. But that shit they're right there. Wow. We're talking about major beasts. Major. We're going beyond animals to beasts. Look, if people don't you can't you can't sleep on the hippo game, man. Nah. Whatever it is you think hippos are, they're more hardcore than that. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what you think a hippo is. Whatever you think it is, they're actually more hardcore than what you think. Yeah. I feel like at some point someone created this myth that this hippo was this happy, this happy-go-lucky, like, cuddly thing. No. No, no, no. No, no, no. 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 I, but see... You know, sometimes, though, we, as you, because we're in this, like, cushy environment, we don't realize how people will actually deal with these these beasts, yeah. right? 
So I was checking Human Planet. Now, this is, I'm not, I don't have the excuse, not to say it's an excuse, but it, for me it would be an excuse, like, oh, there's nothing else on Netflix. I purchased Human Planet, right? Have I built on Human Planet? We, we built a little bit on Human built Planet. On this, did we build on the dudes who would just roll up on the lion? I think you might have mentioned, but let's go in there. Let's, let's talk about these bees. These cats, this tribe, these cats would roll up on a lion that had just killed a large wildebeest. They will just roll up with just a knife. Like, what up, lion? We're going to take that leg. And the lions back off like, all right, get yours. The dudes cut off the leg. They cut off the hock. And then they roll out. out. And then the lions come back. And then that's it. They're, they're just out there dealing with these beasts, man. And they showed an extra footage. The dudes laughing at the European or the British filmmakers who were so worried about them because the British film they're like, What do you 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 can't do this? What do you we got we we have to make sure you're safe and they're like, What we do this. This is what we do. This is what we do. So maybe that's what my man feels. This is what I do. It's what I do. I mean it's just these beasts they're there, right? They could, yep. like, I feel like especially some of these cats, like, for instance, then this cat, just to, I know I'm kind of driving, driving this into the ground, but, but my man flies out to Alaska to yep. check for some big ass fish, right? That swim in, inland. Wow. There's, he, so, you think just, Alaska, I'm sorry, you think Alaska, you don't think flowing rivers. No, you no. Think frozen. But, you think but frozen. So he's right. there in the, the warmer season. Warmer is, of course, a, you know, contextual type of term, but. Right, right. But. Um, he's there, and there's some rivers and lakes, right? And so these some of these fish they they come from the ocean into the fresh water, and they're yep. you know, yep. So he's trying to he's trying to track down this big fish, but you're up in Alaska, you're out there with these bears, mm. and so he's out casting his little his little line from like the side, um. And across the little um the little river, not super far away, but like, you know, across this tributary, um oh, it's a bear. <laughs> Talking about grizzly bears. Wow. And he catches the fish, right? Right. The bear the bear's not stupid, the bear's checking for him. Oh oh yo, someone caught a fish. Let me get let me get up on that. <laughs> <laughs> what you what you got on my fish, homie? <laughs> like, like thank you for thank you for doing that for me, you know. You know, and after I eat the fish, maybe I'll come over there and talk to you for a second. <laughs> right, right. It might might gum on your forearm for a while. Just uh... <laughs> so the bear checks him, catch the fish, starts coming for the fish. He's like, all right, cuts the line. Him and his man jump in the boat. They're out. Because <laughs> that's what you gotta do. <laughs> oh man I mean without water without the little water and the little boat you're ass out ass you're done you're done you're done again again people are like we're crazy with teddy bears we cuddle teddy bears all bears so cuddly can you no, imagine no, looking, no. At, looking out the window oh shit it's 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 a bear. He's just he's hanging out on the block. 
This is the other thing with the human planet styles, man. They show these people living in different places or it gets warm and the bears come down like we're ready to get our eat on on various things. And like, that's what it is. The bears are ready to come. They're ready to come to New York City, get up on these trash cans. Man, if a bear could come roll around New York City, they'd be all in. Oh, yeah. All in. I go, this is what's going down. I'd like to partake. Yeah. That's how bears roll, man. But I tell you this, Ian. I'm not afraid to neck chop a bear. Just bam. Right in the neck. And see, I was mad because I've been on this for a while, man. I just neck chop him whap, right in that neck and he just fall out. And then you can do whatever you want to him. And then in that movie, Semi-Pro, it's like Will Ferrell had heard me talk about this at various times in the early aughts. When I was knowledgeing on this, this whole process I would go through to drop a bear. And then in the scene in Semi-Pro, where he's wrestling a bear in a cage, he does the neck chop. And I'm like, man, that's... He's he, biters. Biters. He's biters. I neck chopped the fuck out of bear, man. I wish a bear would roll up on me. I'm just, yo, I'm, I'm going to be real, man. I'm scared as shit of these beasts. Oh, me too. Like, like, me like, shit. like I, think, I think about, no, no, but I'm saying, like... <laughs> Especially these reptiles. Oh man, fuck a reptile! Like out there in the south, cats got the swimming the water snakes. No man, they're hanging out the trees. Good <laughs> crocodiles floating around. I'm so good, man. You see, you see what crocodiles do when they get a hold of something, oh, and they start twirling man. and shit. Fuck that! And they they move fast. They come out the swamp like blam. You see, they walk slow when there's nothing in biting distance, right? Yeah, exactly. Just to fake you out. That's for the suckers. That's for nerds and jerks and people with TV shows. That's right. He's moving slow. Watch me roll up on it. And you're a news ticker, man. No, I feel you. I feel you. Yep, and lizards. Lizards, man. The lizards, yeah. you know, if they have big teeth and they're out there, especially with the venom, I'm just... I'm just not. I'm not ready for that. Yep. Yep. I'm worried about that, but I give it up to all the cats that have to live with that day to day. Yeah. See, they got strategies and styles to deal with. They got yeah. knowledge. But what bugs me out is these people who, you know, they have vests, right? <laughs> they have safari hats. <laughs> they got waterproof boots. And they decided that they're going to get in on it. Well, yo. Oh yeah, yeah. They're, they're just out it's, there. After the fact, like okay, I, I, I'm I'm trying to get down <laughs> with a with a with a crocodile too. Well, he, I can run with a snake, a large snake. He he rolled out to the the fishermen who were out there dealing with these crocodiles and hippos, and they had their camp set up, but they had the, all their like beds and their like tents. They were yeah. about a foot and a half off the ground. They had little poles because if you slept on the ground, you were liable to have a snake just kind of curl up with you while you were asleep. Because you're warm. Yeah, you're warm, you know. Just a little, little, you know, King Cobra roll over there. Right. <laughs> Fuck that. It's, it's so real. All right. Enough about these snakes. I just wanted to, like, throw that out there. These, 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 uh, these nature shows. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Little things to think on. Man, there's so much knowledge out here for all these people. Check it out, River Monsters. I, I love those, man. There's so many good, good Netflix nature documentaries. Oh yeah, oh yeah. 
get in on that. So we're going to switch gears a little bit here with this NBA, man. How, how are you feeling about the season right now? I'm not feeling that good. No. No. I feel like, honestly, if you aren't a fan of the Bulls, the Heat, or the Thunder, are you really having a, a fun NBA season as a fan? I think Spurs fans are having Spurs, a good time. Spurs I'm enjoying them doing what they do. Okay. I don't know how sustainable it is, but yeah, no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. That's about it. Maybe Philly? Is Philly still doing as good as they were? Nah, man, they got served up by 20 by the Wizards last night. Like oh. That's not... Yeah, that's, still, that's done. Yeah, nobody's feeling good about that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a weird, weird season. Although, <clears throat> I did watch Dallas play Orlando last night. I, Dirk is so much fun to watch, dude. Dirk Nowitzki is so much fun to watch. Yep. The, Dallas made that comeback. They got right up there. They were down by two with a few seconds left. And Dirk didn't really even touch the ball for several possessions. He had some some rough possessions when he did touch the ball. But when the game was on the line, threw up this ugly, off-kilter, bank shot game. Pop rocks. (laughs) Man. Good night, Orlando. Yeah. Good night, Orlando. Good night. Dirk was here. <laughs> I swear, if that dude had a couple more titles, he'd... he'd he's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, it's it, all other teams and fans. You know, as a Cavs fan, it's, you know, I'm, I'm happy that now they're losing, but it's whack. And I was mad when they were winning some, but it was awesome. That's not a way to enjoy it. That's... that's that's how it is. And now, now, now I'm in the position where you, where I, I feel kind of like, yeah, it's a similar thing where it's like, now actually, you know, part of me could actually, if I wanted to, root for the Blazers to lose to get a better uh, draft pick. Of course, that would be better if we actually had a GM, a general manager, but we what's don't. Go- what's going and, on? And, and as Larry Miller, president of the Blazers, says, we don't need a GM. We'll be fine. Oh yeah, yeah. Evidently, I was. I I saw that that there was. Uh, he was uh, refuting the rumors that he was going to sell the team. Yeah. But man, Ian must be disappointed by that news. <laughs> Those rumors uh, have been around for 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 a long time, even before the Sonics left. But especially since the Sonics left. Um, that's been the rumor because Paul Allen lives in Seattle. And um, I was impressed that journalists asked, multiple journalists asked during the press conference after that crazy-ass day where they fired a bunch of people and traded people and all that shit that happened. They were like, are you gonna, are you planning on moving the team? Like They straight up asked them. And, of course, they were like, no, no, I don't know anything about that. We're not doing anything like that. Da, 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 da. Wow. They moved that fucking team, man. I don't know. I don't know what it would be, but I probably would stop being an NBA fan for a long time. Wow. And because of that reason, just to segue into something a little similar, I can't root on the Thunder. I love the people, the players on the Thunder team. I love the kind of basketball they're playing. But I will root for Miami over the Thunder if that's the finals. Wow. There's no doubt. Because I don't want to see fucking Oklahoma City 
and that owner take an NBA title. Fuck oh, yeah. that. That should have been Seattle. Right. And I'm not even from fucking Seattle, but that's how I feel about that shit. Right. <sighs> that was a long rant. No, but I feel you, man. I feel you. Like, it, 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 just, you know, the Browns thing, I just, I feel you, man. I feel you. It's, uh, it gets so real, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And and they're so good. Yeah, yeah. It just it stings. It makes it sting more. You know the, the fucking Ravens. They're good. Fuck them. Mm. Mm. I punch a Raven right in the mouth. It just that just the bird, the actual bird itself, is proxy for for my Browns. That probably get me in trouble with Peta. Huh? You know various things. These things. Although that's probably like the next that's like that's like the next nature show. There's cats out there punching birds in the mouth. <laughs> so it's, it's it's like a combination between those fucking jackass guys and like yeah, they're just out there, oh we're gonna fucking I'm gonna punch this alligator in the eye. Right. See how that works out. Right, it doesn't. <laughs> that does not work out at all. <laughs> Man, so what do, what are we feeling about on this lyrical renaissance? Yeah, I, 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 I'm I'm trying to hear. We we earlier we were putting people on. You got to listen to these lyrics. So what what knowledge are we bringing to the youngsters today? Man, lyrical renaissance. You know. Well, you know, I'm gonna drop I'm gonna drop some lyrics here that I've I've picked out from. One of my favorite hip hop albums of all time. Mm. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, definitely my favorite Gangstar album. Ooh. Hard to earn. Oh, love that record. Great record. Love the record. Absolutely. But, and yo, much much respect for Guru. Oh yeah. You know, and I thought he he came off on this record, especially yeah, he, with the voice. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And in fact, just the other day, I, I was thinking a lot about, you know, a lot of the the political things and social things going on these days. And I thought of the, the classic guru line. Are we going to be the sole controller of, of our fate? Who's going to take the weight? Mm. So, so he, he there's a lot of stuff he gave us that we got to be thankful for. Def question. Definitely. I feel like that's actually kind of a forgotten part of of the guru legacy is. You know, you can argue over whether, you know, how intricate he was with the lyrics or what, you know, like, whether you like the voice. He's known for the voice. He's known as this part of Gangstar where Premier shines very brightly. Right. You know, he's known to drop some, you know, kind of like braggadocio type stuff. But right. he always, every album, he drops some knowledge. Oh, he yeah. always kept it, that political bent. He always talked about... um if he wasn't rhyming, he'd be out there doing like organizing, you know, activizing, all that kind of stuff. Yep. You know, which I yep. always thought was really dope. Yep. 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 And and you know, I had the opportunity to build with him as a as a newspaper writer, which is always different. Mm -hmm. Um, but he was a good he was a good dude. 
he was good to me. And not everybody was like that with media people. So word, definite shout out, definite shout out. So now let's make fun of some lyrics he wrote. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go with this this um this classic off this album titled "Mostly the Voice." Oh, mostly the voice. Yes, yes, yes. mostly the voice. Because when even if you hate it on Guru, he's basically telling you you can't front on my voice. Nope. And I'm gonna so we're gonna start with the refrain, mm-hmm. and we're gonna just go through this song. Mm-hmm. All right, Are we ready yep. to go? Here, here we go. Mostly the voice. Mostly the voice. Let's do it. Incredible beat, hard bass line. It, it it's it's on the short list. That album of Premier's greatest beat Ooh. beat albums. Ooh, it's on the short list. Just those those classic loops, those hard drums. Mm-hmm. Before he really started coming with that, not that that's the other style is nice too, but that kind of more choppy style. Yeah. Back here, this is like one of his last albums where he was just pulling loops from the crate that you just weren't ready for. Yep. You know? And then yep. with the cuts, ah, oh, all right. It, I got a primo question. It may have to save it for another fresh in your father, but go ahead. All right, we're going to go. We'll, we'll check it out at the end, see, but I know we have to, you know, tie things up soon. Yep. Mostly the voice. The refrain. It's mostly the voice that gets you up. It's mostly the voice that makes you buck. A lot of rappers got flavor and some got skills. But if your voice ain't dope, then you need to chill. Chill, that, chill. Chill, kinda, right. Kind of yeah. echoed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Here we go. Verse one. Up steps one and he gets done. Then up steps another and he gets smothered. That's word to mother. Or should I say moms? I drop bombs. Scorching ends like napalm. Sucker, boy, get off my shit. Get off my dick. So what I bank butter hits. You better change your behavior, battling gangstar. No religion could save you. Save you, sorry. My religion is rap. R-A-P. R-E-A-L-I-T-Y-G. Because when I rock Street Kids Rejoice, I got mad rhymes. Still, it's mostly the voice. Go back to the refrain. You already know what it is. Yep, yep. We're going to jump. We're going to roll now to verse two. Kind of a verse. Okay. It looks like it's kind of a short verse from the lyrics that I'm looking at. But here we go. So when you think you know the whole, you don't really know the half. You're not a threat to myself. And neither to my staff. He had staff. He had, right, right, there was a staff. He had staff. Not the type to really dance too much, although I used to. Rather bust a fresh line and get loose to. The blunted ill types of beats Premier makes make your girl's rear shake. Let me set it straight. Because Kat's got it wrong. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> you said it straight. Vintage, I'm sorry. I got fired up. Right you got, I got fired up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Here we go. He's gonna really. This is where he really drops the real science on this last verse. Okay. Some rappers use hooks to this shit, but if you took that shit out, 
and you took all the music out, what would remain? The voice, no doubt. Bless my soul, I control when in pimp mode. My bankroll expands. I invest in my man. I plan to keep rap real. So if your shit ain't fat, then kneel. You squeal. I, just, I, wanna, I wanna prepare you for this next line. I'm sorry, I, I had to take a moment on make you kneel. You're gonna kneel. I'm sorry, go ahead. You shit ain't fat, then kneel. Kneel, get down. You squeal, feeling pain from my or- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> I'm gonna try, I'm gonna, I need to, okay, here we go. Concentration. Yep. You squeal. <laughs> <laughs> Take a moment. Uh huh. Feeling pain from my oral flex. What about oral sex? (laughs) Which chick is next? (laughs) It's like he got, like he got distracted himself. He brought the topic and said, "Wait, what about oral sex?" (laughs) <laughs> what chick is next? <laughs> See, by that point, you probably heard Ugh. Biggie talking about, you know, chickens clucking in the back room. Yeah. This is this came out in 94. Is that the same year that um, Ready to Die came out, right? That, they probably were recording it around the same time. It's like the same <laughs> thing in the mind. You, you squeal, feeling pain from my oral flex. Pain. You're feeling pain when he flexes his, his oral muscles. <laughs> <laughs> Which made him think about oral sex. <laughs> Amazing. But the way he delivers these lines, it's just the, the voice is the voice, but it's also a very serious voice. So yeah. he's just sitting there, he's very serious. What about oral sex? Which chick's next? To open wide and get a chunk from her. <laughs> Hip hop is the greatest, man. It's the absolute greatest. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> so finish the lineup, sorry. He really wants to create a visual. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, I feel like such a little kid. Alright. But I kinda was a kid when I bought this tape and I wasn't ready for this line. Yep. What about oral sex? Which chick's next? To open wide and get a chunk from a real brother. Yeah, some real funk from a real brother. They get sprung, and most of them don't recover. But I don't diss them, I just talk to them. Because the sound of my voice, it does a lot to them. So you, and the ends right there, be aware, like SWV, I'm right here. Flexing my oral muscles. Waiting to correct your ass. And if you don't follow now, I'll disrespect your ass. More vicious than Sid, do a crime with no bid. I tell a a bee that I didn't when you know that I did. Take a trip to a land afar. And then come back. And people still know Gangstar. (laughs) 
his mind is just all over the place here. Yeah. He's going, yeah. He's going to some other land. He's coming back. Oh, he, wait. You're that dude from Gangstar. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the encounter he's, he's recollecting on. Not only are you that dude from Gangstar, but you're, you're the lady's choice. See, I'm the lady's choice. Cause I got crazy styles. Still, it's mostly the voice. Wow. So, an amazing song. But even more amazing is that <laughs> whoever typed up these lyrics went all in. Wow. The ones I'm looking at. Because at the end of the voice, the beat kind of fades out. Yep. And his boy, Big Suge, shows up. Oh, 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 okay. And so this person has actually transcribed the conversation that goes down at the end of Mostly the Voice. I don't know if you're looking at these same lyrics. No, I'm not. This is amazing. Go ahead. So, and, and, and you know, hip-hop fans know. They know about this outro to this song's intro to the next joint. Yep. Suge, Suge enters the studio. And Guru has a conversation, a very stern, serious conversation with Big Suge. Oh shit, Suge, what up? Suge, what's up, money? Guru, just lounging, about to go do this shit in the studio. Suge, oh yeah, yo, just let me get on that shit. You all said I could get on. Yo, I need to get on that shit. <laughs> Guru, word? Shug, for real, man. <laughs> Guru, yo, man. Shug, don't front on that shit. <laughs> Guru, I'm saying, yo, if I let you get busy, you know what I'm saying? You can't be disappointing me. <laughs> Shug, I'm flip shit. I'm flip shit on this. Guru, all right, man, let's go. I love, I love. He says you can't be disappointing me. Can't be disappointing me. Suge basically comes in and is like, "Oh shit, yo, you gotta let me on. It's I've been waiting years. You've been telling me you were gonna let me get on. Can I get on?" And Guru seems to still have doubts. <laughs> Guru's unsure. Guru's unsure. I gotta ask, cause in the next, so the next song, titled Fuck Around, Lay Around. Right. <laughs> AKA F-A-L-A. Right. Suge gets on, whatever. Suge. He's one of, the, he's one of my favorite whack rappers. Oh, but, all time great whack rapper. Yeah. But, how do you feel if you're Suge, Guru, <laughs> did they, I mean, what was the thinking here? Were they trying to build Suge up somehow? Or, because I mean, if I'm Suge, I'm kind of getting played out in this intro. Yeah, yeah, but see, at the same time, though, this is kind of a gangstar thing, right? It's like a, 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 it's like he's saying, like, only fresh shit happens here. Word. And if you're coming around, you got to put in on some fresh shit. Word. It's like quality control, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like it's like Jay Rue explains to to his homeboy Afro Ra. You know, it's no turning back. If we do this, oh word, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's explaining yeah. to him like, you know, hey, 
But you can't see Jeru stepping up like, yo, Guru. Nah. Let me get on. Nah. Nah, but see. But I, I mean, of course, we're talking about a whole different level of MC, but I, I, you know. But I'm sure there was a point though. And see, even at the beginning of Hard to Earn, he explains this like is true. I, I I agree. I was just about to bring that up. He this this is very in line in in line with with the classic intro to Hard to Earn. Yep, yep. Only fresh should have basically you are following in the footsteps in terms of working with Premier of Malachi the Nutcracker. And if you want to sit in the booth that Malachi was in and spit rhymes over beats of the caliber that Malachi spit over, that's your fucking benchmark. Boom. Boom. Fucking Malachi the Nutcracker. Silly motherfuckers, my rhymes is fat. Fat ass can be on the MIC. I believe we uh, we had a lyrical renaissance with our friend had- Malachi. We had that. The listeners know. The youngsters know. They know. That that layer of onion was peeled back a while ago. Wow. Guru. Guru, man. He's he's flexing oral muscles. Let's let's take the You squeal feeling pain from my oral flex. Wow. Wow. Well I I mean I think I don't know what he's really talking about here. I'm not sure if I want to know what he's talking about. No, 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 no. But, but see, that's the point. It's mostly the voice. You can say whatever you want. You can say what you It's mostly the voice. Who cares? Nobody cares. It's just mostly the voice. Lyrical renaissance. 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 You were going to ask a, a premier question. I think you should ask the question just so that we don't forget the question. Yeah, you I'm going to have time to happen. Yeah, to soak it up. I, I I can't think of anybody else in his league on this. It may be a, a, a really straightforward question. Has there ever been anyone who's done better in cut in in song cuts than Primo? And I'm not even talking about the hooks. The legendary scratch hooks. I'm talking about when he's just doing cuts on a joint. Like X to the next girl. Yeah, I don't think there is. I think the closest off the top of my head is um, DJ Scratch Mm. on some of the EPMD joints. Mm -hmm. I thought, especially on um, Funky Piano and some joints off that album, I think it was the third EPMD album. Okay. There's some some pretty vintage um, cuts on there. Yeah. Going in on some cuts. And there was some... Yeah, no, but I mean, really, it's it's premiere. Just so musical, so in the pocket, yeah. so clean. I just, just love how he keeps it so fucking hip hop, man. Like he's not out there scratch masturbation style. He's no. just he's just killing it with some tasteful scratches. And see, and that's why I think if if someone would have like really was serious about like yo, we want DJs to cut in a band. Primo would be the first one I would get. Yeah. Because you go back and listen to some of those those scratch sentences he has. Some of the it's man. Yeah. It, yeah. There's there's scratches in my head. I'm blanking on the name. I got ba- the songs. I got baby brain going on. But uh, well that album. I mean all the albums. But I think especially to me, Daily Operation 
and yeah. um and hard to earn had yep. some serious scratch like not only hooks but just cuts just moments of cuts oh. that were just the 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 start of hard to earn a long way to go funky yep. introduction yep the fucking yep. cutting up both the, the I think the 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 five part and then the tip part right he's cutting up two different sections of of um that check the rhyme yeah yeah uh yep. yeah Whew. yep Ridiculous. Yep. Take it personal cuts. Take it I mean, personal. There's, <laughs> there's just so, so, so many. Photos. Yeah. No one's really messing with Premiere, man. Coming with, like, sounds. Coming with, you know, all kinds of shit. The, the who's going to take the weight cuts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ridiculous. We're nerding the fuck out right now. I just, I, I can't get over it. Like, how many songs do you know the entire scratch is, like, like, like I could go note for note, or rhythm for rhythm for every scratch that he does, and partly it's because it's almost like a horn solo. Yeah, like it's so in the pocket, it's so musical, and it's so fresh that I just so nobody you would know your DJ Ian Head, you would know. I'm trying to think, and I mean, I'm a little fuzzy in the brain, but I, I, I nothing comes out except for DJ Scratch. I just remember that I. I was definitely like on that 30 PMD album, definitely impressed by some of the ways he'd like take a song out or do the cuts on the, on the chorus or whatever. I thought it was sick, but yeah, man, I mean, but nothing, no, no one who's doing it on a consistent basis. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's part of Premier's style too, but still like. But see, so many hip hop groups had a DJ. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. and that, and what, what did they really do? I mean, shout out to all of them, but like, what did Maceo do? And not to say exactly. that there weren't there weren't great cuts on D on De La Soul records, but yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Not like Primo. Yeah, not like Primo at all. I mean, even Lupac had a DJ, DJ Rome's. What was he doing? <laughs> What were you doing? What was wrong? You standing there? And, and there were cuts. Like, you know, Rome's got in on some cuts. Not like Primo. Even live, I remember uh I remember seeing that um the performance of uh and I take it personal, um uh what's the classic? The classic upbeat one with nice and smooth. Um Oh Dwick. Yeah, Dwick. Live on um Living Color. Yeah. Premier doing the cuts live, Ooh. and that's risky because if you Neil skips or whatever, you're ass oh, out, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. But not giving a shit, just doing the cuts live, and those are sick classic cuts, just killing it. You know what I mean? I'm gonna have to look that up right now, just, listeners. You might go Google that or YouTube that right now, dude. Youngsters. Oh yeah, I I, I absolutely just googled it. And that reminds me of another topic that we can touch on next time. But um, word up! I think we're about to touch out of here. Indeed, indeed. Well, fresher than your father. What number is this? Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. It's in the books. It's in the books. Thank you for listening, youngsters. We'll be back at an unspecified time. <laughs> we promise. We do. Peace out.